Welcome back to the channel, everybody. My name is Ashley Brianna Eve. If you are new here, I am a BG5 brand strategist. BG5 is the business side of the human design system, and I'm certified through the IHDS. And today I want to talk about something that has been a really popular topic with my new clients and with my copywriting and marketing membership clients. And this is value posts. And do value posts convert? Now, I want to back up a little bit. Value posts I find maybe five years ago, especially in niches that contained human design or gene keys, value posts back in the day converted much better than they do now. Back when I started human design, I remember no one really knowing much about it. It was still the new kid on the block. I would mention human design and everyone was saying, oh my goodness, what is that? How can I get a reading? I've never heard of this before. And it's just not the case now. I mean, you have to be living under a rock if you are in the coaching spaces or spiritual spaces to not have heard of human design. And in an age where we are getting more and more into AI, Google, you can you can Google things at the tip of your fingers. and saturation in the market of people talking about, let's use human design gene keys as examples, these systems, these tools, you blend in when you are strictly posting value posts. You blend into the crowd. And ultimately, much of the information that people are giving in strict value posts can be found on Google or AI. I mean, let's be honest, Everyone knows at this point, or they believe they know, that strategy and authority for the generator is way to respond. How is, and this is not just me being your authority telling you what to do in your brand, although I am a brand consultant for very public figures and profitable brands and businesses that are making over seven figures a year. So what I do works, and I want you to realize that is your brand, you can make those decisions for yourself. I want you to just ask yourself right now, what is the intention behind the value post? How does it separate you doing a value post? And let's use human design as an example. Such an easy example, and it's part of the toolkit I use, so it's right off the top of my head. You post something about second lines. Second lines, you are here to share your unique genius. How does that, and I want you to start asking yourself this before you make posts. And hopefully you're doing batch creation. So before you're creating posts, how does this separate you? How does that communicate the soul of your brand? How does that get someone to stop in a busy newsfeed and say, that is my person? Often it doesn't. And when you're also tend to be in the mindset of just doing those value posts to give value to people, very often what goes hand in hand with this, and let me know if this is you, you can let me know in the replay as well is speaking to people as if everyone knows you. Speaking to people as if everyone knows what you do, everyone already trusts you, they already like you. And one of the biggest problems from that place with that mentality and content creation from that mentality is you don't grow because you need a steady stream of new people coming into your world to grow or else you're on the hamster wheel. Or else, and this is where a lot of people find me, again, let me know if you can relate to this. This was me at one point in my brand. I can I can honestly say I was here. When you're speaking and creating strictly for people who are in front of you right now, you then have no choice but to be on the hamster wheel because you have to create new offers for the people that are already there. 
And if you're not creating new offers, if you are actually creating a sustainable, scalable brand with signature offers, well, everyone in front of you has already bought it. And this is where people get stuck. They are, they've already sold their signature offers to the people in front of them. They have no way of bringing new people in and no way of nurturing people, no way of standing out, no way of communicating the soul of their brand and their marketing and their message. So no new people are coming in. So you can't actually scale signature offers. You need every day to be bringing new people into your brand and business. And something going back one step, I talked about this on Instagram this morning. Something we also have to understand here is there is a difference between your brand and your business. Okay. Your brand, its sole job is to communicate the soul of your brand, communicate the soul of you, the soul of what you do, the mission you are a stand for, and connect emotionally with people that you're meant for. Connect emotionally with qualified, the right qualified clients. That's the job of your brand. Connection, community, communication. I should write that down. (laughs) I need to quote myself. I need to create a new system based off of this. And then the job of your business, which is different, is to increase profit potential. And that's why BG5 was created, why Rahu created BG5, because the job of the business is to increase profit potential, two different jobs. And unless you have a flying fleet of employees, it is your job to understand both and scale both and also weave them together. So that's one of the biggest issues I see with just creating value posts is when you're regurgitating information. So it does not help you stand out in the marketplace. And two, on top of that, when you're regurgitating that information and strictly creating value posts, very often it goes with the mindset and the, dare I say, lack of marketing approach of everyone already knows me, already they already like me, they already trust me. One of the ways I also see this done in brands is they don't introduce themselves at the start of lives. They don't do a hook at the start of a live, right? Have you ever caught yourself doing this where you go on live And for the first three minutes, you're like, okay, guys, we're just going to wait for people to hop on. Like, how's the weather where you are? I'm really excited to be here, right? And the first three minutes, you're wasting everyone's time and you're wasting the most valuable real estate. And it's all from the mindset of I'm speaking to people that are already here. Right. And that's a totally different post as well. I got a little bit off track here, but I just want to really stress how important it is to one, create intentionally within your brand, which includes your posts. You're not just randomly posting. You're not just posting. If we're looking at this, I believe this is Angelina Jolie I pulled up. You're not just posting what you respond to in the moment. Right. That's where a lot of people go wrong in content creation and creating an actual strategy. And their brand is, you know, I'm a generator. I just post what I want, what I feel like, what I respond to in the moment. Intentionally creating a brand strategy, intentionally creating a strategy with your marketing, a strategy in what you're posting, and the value posts are holding you back. The value posts are stopping your brand from growing. The value posts are stopping you from standing out and having you blend in in the newsfeed. And often, like I said, reflect on that yourself of, am I doing this from a place of, wow, okay, I'm I'm speaking to people as if they already know me and I'm just trying to educate them. I'm just trying to give them information. And sure, that might work for the people that already know you, right? It's like, sure, I'll take all this free information. Sure, give it to me. But how is that nurturing? How is that connecting with people that have no idea who you are? And this is, and eventually I will get into the original point of this <laughs> training. 
This is fundamentally the problem that people are having as well in their brand. Another layer. It's all the same thing. It's all the same root cause issue, but it manifests and creates like an onion, these layers that are holding brands back. So from this place of everyone already knows me, they already like me, whether intentionally or not, you're blocking yourself from speaking to the people that have not yet come into your world and preventing a brand strategy that's going to allow you to scale long term. And there's more I have to say on that, but I'm going to stop myself so that we're not here all day in regards to this. We want an overall brand strategy. And yes, value posts are a part of that. Because like I said, there is you want to as well stand out that you know your shit, right? You also want to show that you actually know what you're talking about and value posts can do that. But when you're just giving out value posts, and I want to know if this is resonating, if you're listening on the podcast, drop me a DM, let me know if this is resonating. And then here's what happens as well, right? So you're doing all these value posts, you're posting, you're educating everyone. Then you start to get bitter in your brand. So you're like, I give out all this epic free shit and I'm making no money in my brand. And let's be honest, we can put the good girl good boy aside, the martyr aside, the point of your business is to make money. You cannot show up. You cannot help people. You cannot serve people if your business isn't making money. Like let's like, we have to drop the dying on the cross, bleeding myself dry because I don't care if I make money. That's fine. But if you actually want to serve more people and you actually want to build, if your business owner's intent is to fund your lifestyle, which includes charity work, which includes building the sanctuary like I did, you have to you have to have profit potential and that is that is the most fundamental piece of your business's job increase profit potential so when we're looking at a content strategy value posts will be a piece of it it is not going to be all of it and i want to give you guys an example i think there was something else i wanted to say but traditional me i lost the train of thought where i was going with that oh This is where I think people also get lost in the sauce in their brand is you want to. So creating a ton of value posts about everything and teaching people all day long in your your content will burn you out. Absolutely. And from that perspective, very often when we're looking at creating the value posts strictly and the burnout that comes with that is you need to and under three seconds, grab people's attention and keep people's attention, separating yourself and your brand. The value posts aren't going to do that. Those are the ones that might even go viral sharing. So there is a specific place for them in your overall content strategy, right? Because those are the ones that are going to go viral. Those are the ones often from a second line. I love this. Share, 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 share. So people are sharing as an example from a human design perspective, but it's not building the authority in the sense of creating that connection and that soul connection in your brand. And so you are going to get into the burnout cycles and not be able to convert people that are new to your world. So I just want you to keep in mind, it is not leaving it out. It is as a part of the whole. And I want to give you guys an example before I ramble too long. So I tend to respond to myself as I talk. I'm like, oh, this is a great thread to go on. And then I get you know off track and we end up here for an hour. I want to give you guys a great example. This is an example I used for my clients in one of my offers. Who has ever had these fiery ginger shots? So this is from Greenhouse. I love the brand. It's organic, fantastic brand. And it became really popular. Let me know if you've ever done these. Scott always teases me because I will gag (laughs) for about five minutes after taking these. 
But let's talk about from the perspective of digestion. So I'm also at the Holistic Human Design Analyst Degree Program at the IHDS, which is for analysts. And it's a two and a half year program. And one of the things we talk about is supporting people in their deconditioning process of from the primary health system and rave psychology. So the primary health system is going to be your variables. Now, I could have, and I've known this for a long time, but it was just in my head that day teaching my own clients about it. And I said, okay, trying to give perspective to everyone in regards to value posts and things that actually speak to the soul of your brand and create connection, which is storytelling ultimately. I said, I could go online and I could create a carousel right? And carousels are popular. I recommend having them as part of your content strategy on Instagram, not on Facebook, but on Instagram. They're, they're a great content strategy to have. And I said, I could go on Instagram today and create a carousel and saying three tips for each of the different digestions in human design, right? And that could be the, the uneven tips. Best thing. Number one tip, three tips, five tips, seven tips. Use uneven, first of all, in your copywriting from a sales psychology perspective. But I could say, all right, three tips for each digestion variable. And I give three tips for each digestion variable. And it might go viral. People love to share that kind of stuff. And like I said, there is a place for it in the overall content strategy perspective and intentionality behind what you're doing in your brand. But I could say that and I could do a post on that. And it will likely go viral it will likely not convert. Why? It does not separate me. It does not separate me from the rest. It does not separate me from anyone else speaking about it, especially in a carousel where you're not, there's no visual separation. It's just a post. It bleeds in, blends into the news feed. Now I could instead do a post that's storytelling, doing a post that speaks to the soul of my brand and giving my lived experience as a 4-6 profile. This is not my design. I am a 4-6 profile. So with the 4-6 profile, externalizing my wisdom based on being the role model, based on having gone through it myself, based on the depth of, of wisdom that I've gained going through my own trial and error process. Okay. So I'm big on creating archetypes through the profile. And that's one way we do the storytelling is tell your brand stories through your profile. So I could say, all right, guys, who has ever had one of these fiery ginger shots? Well, before I figured out my digestion variable in human design, I was forcing myself to gag these back for years I was spending hundreds of dollars because the health industry told me that I should be putting back these fiery ginger shots for my immunity and for my health. Then I learned about the digestion variable in human design and I had my aha moment. What was my aha moment? I'm actually not meant to be drinking this shit. All along, that visceral response that I had when I took these fiery ginger shots was my body trying to tell me that it wasn't for me from the get-go. You see, I'm cold digestion. And first, that was one of the hardest things for me to digest. I crack myself up when I learned about this because I actually hate being cold. However, when I learned that I typically, as a cold digestion person, run hot. Therefore, I'm not meant to put spicy foods in my body because I already run hot. I don't need to add more spice. I'm already the 
spicy chestnut thoroughbred mare of my industry and of my niche. As soon as I made that connection, I was able to put down the ginger shots and actually drink health foods such as smoothies that were good for me and supported me digesting information, digesting foods properly, which allows me to show up more powerfully in my brand. If you are looking to learn more about how your digestion is impacting your brand and impacting your ability to follow strategy and authority, DM me, holistic, and let's chat about a holistic human design package that's right for you. All right. Can you feel the difference there? Can you feel the difference between Hey guys, three tips for each digestion variable and storytelling as the four six. Now I'm big on, like I said, archetypes. Everything I do in terms of creating brands for myself and my clients is based on archetypes. I'm actually going to do a podcast episode coming up talking about Taylor Swift and the archetype I believe that she's built her brand on and why her brand has been so successful is because she stays true in every interaction you see her with, in everything she puts out, she stays true to the brand archetype she's curated. However, if we're just looking at from this perspective here, I'm going to be telling it through the lens of the four six profile, which is the four's externalizing wisdom as the six, the role model, which has been there, done that. I did it too. I was in the trenches choking this shit back and all it did was give me stomach aches and make me feel like crap. Now, if we're looking at Angelina Jolie's profile here, she is a three, five profile. And with the three, one of the most important pieces is you teach people that it's okay to trial and error. Now, how we bring it into your brand, and this is fusing BG5 with Gene Keys right here, how we bring that three in for Angelina Jolie versus me is we bring more of a humor twist to it. You don't want to have heavy copywriting and messaging with a three profile. You want to bring a lightness to what you're saying and kind of make people chuckle over like, oh my goodness, yes, that's totally happened to me, right? That's the energy you want to bring. Whereas my brand, I mean, you know, people tell me I'm funny from time to time. I don't try to be funny and I don't find myself funny at all. I think sometimes it's that dry humor of just I'm being so serious that it comes off funny. I don't know. However, with the 4-6 profile, that's not something I'm focused on. I'm not focused on trying to make light of the trial and error proper process or give people permission to go on the trial and error process like Angelina Jolie would with the 3-5 of like, here's my practical solutions. You try it out. It's safe for you to try it out. Here's some funny stories of my own process of trying it out before I came up with the things that worked and didn't work so I can bring you the the practical solutions. So she has a 58 to 18. So she's looking at like sharing her practical solutions based on her unique experience because she's been out there. She's been judging and correcting things and bringing it back to her own unique way of synthesizing it for her clients as a 3-5 if she was in the coaching industry. We have to imagine Angelina Jolie's in the coaching industry. And this is the first time I've ever really looked at her profile. So there's more we could pull out there, of course, but that's just the off the cuff way that she would bring it forward. It is a different message. It's a completely different message that you're bringing forward. But ultimately what we want to look at is the difference. And I want you to feel into the difference you felt when I just said, Hey guys, three tips for each digestion variable versus 
the storytelling as a four six and invite you in at the end to DM me the word holistic so that we can discuss holistic packages and holistic coaching packages. This is why your brand isn't scaling. If you are leaning solely or even the scales are tipped in the direction of strictly value posts. We use them at certain points in your brand because it's a great growth tool, right? With the right people, it has to be used cautiously because you can very easily grow your brand presence online with the wrong people. So it has to be used cautiously. However, it can be used as part of an overall strategy for growing your brand, growing your online presence, growing your followers. However, ultimately, you're always going to find more connection with people when you speak to the soul of your brand in your messaging. And that's a simple way of turning something so easy from a value post into storytelling that speaks to the soul of your brand and why you're passionate about what you do. Now, looping back to what I was talking about at the beginning, simple scales. This is something I say to my clients all the time, simple scales. Now, in one of my You Are The Brand workshops, we talk about creating your brand strategy through, or sorry, your brand story. And I also have a You Are The Brand workshop, creating your brand voice. Now, those are not available for individual purchase right now because I am actually creating the BG5 business bundle membership. And you're going to actually get everything I've created except for the Brand by Design 101 course. That's the only thing that's not going to be included. So those are going to be included. You can dive into it. What I teach my clients is when we're looking at creating marketing strategies and intentional creation of your posts online, pick three brand stories and pick aspects of self that relate to your brand. Okay. Where I also see a lot of people leaning on value posts is they have no idea who they're speaking to. They have no intentionality behind their brand stories, and they really don't know where they're leading people to. So they lean back on, well, I'm just going to post more human design information. I'm just going to post more more Gene Keys information. I'm just going to post more law of attraction information. I'm just going to post more connecting and relationships information, right? Because there's no clear niche. There's no clear brand. And this is one of the biggest things I think is holding people back. People think that their brand should entertain them or have the belief that their brand should entertain them. There was a time in business and branding in the last five years where your business was basically your baby, right? Treat your business like a business. Treat your, what you are creating, the brand, right? The brand is creating that connection with people. The business's job is to increase profit potential. Allow it to be a business. Allow it to fund your purpose work. You're going to get a lot more joy from your brand. You're going to get a lot more joy in what you do when you're not constantly in it, where you're not constantly on the hamster wheel trying to create, trying to think of something to say, trying to pump up value posts that ultimately lead to burnout and resentment to your brand. So you're like, I've put out all this gold. I've given you everything for free. Why is no one paying me? Right? And then you burn out. And you can't help anyone. So allow your brand and business to be a business. And that includes picking three brand stories and repeating, getting a clear niche and a clear brand and allowing it to do the heavy lifting where you repeat the same thing over and over and over and over and over again in a new and different way. Now, why do you want to say the same thing over and over and over again in a different way? Remember what I said at the beginning of this training. 
You're, you cannot speak to the same people and expect your brand to grow. So when you're trying to come up constantly and new things to say, new things to say, new things to say, you're trying to entertain people rather than allowing your business to be a business. Your job is not to entertain people. Your job is to solve problems. That is ultimately what your job is, to solve problems for people and communicate it clearly through your copywriting and your marketing. Communicate clearly how you help people solve their problems and then connect with the right people through the brand and increase profit potential from the business. But when you're pouring so much and I've been there, guys, and I want to hear like, is this resonating with you on replay? Let me know. You're going to burn out. It's not your job to entertain. It's not your job to be creating stuff just to give something to watch. It's your job to solve people's problems. And we do that through intentional creation of your brand, intentional creation of your brand strategy, intentional creation of your copywriting and marketing strategy. It's not just about, well, I'm a generator, so I post what I respond to, or I'm a projector and I got invited to say this, so I'm saying it. That's not going to build a brand that scales. And so many people, because they've linked almost the brand being their baby or getting their, as my grandma would say, their jollies through their brand, they're, as soon as they hit boredom within their brand, they're pivoting. As soon as they hit boredom within their brand, they're doing something different, saying something different. Now it's different then, and I want to make sure this is really clear. You can sell different things. What I always say to my clients is we create a golden thread that connects them, right? And you might even have, and this is this is brand strategy. I can only help you with this on a brand VIP day or one-on-one. We can have seasons within your business to allow different aspects of your expertise to come out, but it's still intentional. It's not just flying by the seat of your pants. It's not just posting what you respond to or launching what you respond to. It is an intentional brand strategy and seasons within your brand which also a season within your brand can be living your life and enjoying what you've created, enjoying the funds that allow you to have a lifestyle that you've worked hard for. That can also be a season. I'm taking the summer off. I'm not launching or I take the winter off. I'm not launching, but it only comes from intentionality. And here's the thing, boring scales. I want you to get it tattooed on your forehead. Don't really, because you'll probably regret that. (laughs) But I want you to make that a part of your being, like a mantra that's just guiding your brand, boring scales. Because boring, when you find new ways to say different things, it's going to speak to new people that come into your world rather than constantly trying to entertain people. And it makes it very difficult for new people to come into your world. And if you ultimately are like, yeah, I'm truly bored, where I look at with my clients is let's get you in a hobby then. Do you have a hobby? Are you doing things you enjoy? Is your life full outside of your brand? Because you can love business. I love business. I love working in my business. I love creating in my business. And my life is so full in other areas with the sanctuary we run. We created a farm animal sanctuary last year. Being a wife, having animals, having multiple other businesses, there is no way I can treat this brand, my personal brand as my baby. There is no way it can constantly need my energy like a human child or even like one of the animals on the farm. There is no way because there is no energy left to just let it suck me dry. And a lot of people in the personal brand space, their brand is sucking them dry. Then they wonder why they have no creativity. It's like, well, you haven't created this separation 
You haven't created a brand that's scalable. You haven't created a simple brand and it's that simple brand that's going to scale. When you start to get bored within your brand, it's not a sign to do something different. It's a sign you're doing something right (laughs) because that's going to scale. And when you keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again, finding new ways to say it, it's going to resonate with new people to your world. I've been saying the same shit for five years, the same shit, finding different ways to say it. So that is where you're going to see your brand scale. Now, the tips I want you to take away from today is number one, your brand is going to scale when you allow it to be simple and you find new things, new ways of saying the same thing, right? Boring is going to be scalable. Simple is going to be scalable. From that, number two, pick three brand stories that you repeat in different ways. Make those like pillars, anchors within your brand and everything that you're creating within it. Three is enough. Not all of you is meant for your brand, right? And an example I use all the time is Taylor Swift. And, you know, just from, I, just from a branding perspective, I don't listen to her music. From a branding, I always need to make sure I'm like, I'm a punk rock girl. I don't listen to Taylor. <laughs> no shade for anyone that does. But I just always want to add that because it's not me fangirling. I always add that because it's not me fangirling. Be like, oh, Taylor, she can do no wrong. I think she does a lot wrong. But branding, she does right. And one of the things with Taylor is everything is intentional. Everything is intentional. I said on Instagram today, you don't see Taylor, you know, looking like she just rolled out of bed going to the grocery store. And you might argue and say, well, Ashley, Taylor doesn't go to the grocery store. She's freaking Taylor Swift. Can you imagine her going to the grocery store? Don't be so literal with it. I mean, you don't see her just out and about. When you see her, it's very intentional. It supports her brand. It supports the image she's creating. And especially around a brand that has been built on Easter eggs, that is a core marketing strategy in her brand. And it is a marketing strategy, a core marketing strategy within her brand. You have people that when she does show her face in public, is her outfit symbolizing this? Is her hair symbolizing that? Is Is the necklace she's wearing telling us that, you know, on Twitter they're dissecting. Oh my goodness. Okay. Is her necklace at the Grammys? Is that signifying the end of the Midnight's Taylor version era and the coming on the, is she finally going to announce reputation Taylor's version? Everything's curated and you might have a brand and based on your brand archetype. And this is something I help my clients with on brand VIP days based on your brand archetype. You might have a certain brand archetype where more of the relaxed side of you comes out and you share more of the relaxed side of you. That's still intentionality behind the brand. It's not just, fuck, I don't feel like getting ready today, so I'm just not going to get ready. I'm just going to show up like a hot mess, right? You might be having a certain brand archetype that's speaking to a certain niche, and you showing up with a hot mess with the kids running around screaming is intentional because it builds your brand, speaks with you who you want to speak to. Right. So there's an overall strategy on why you do what you do. There's a there's a reason Taylor's hit the upper echelons and it's not by mistake. And it's not because she's an epic songwriter. She's a great songwriter. She's a great singer and great performer. And there's a lot of great singers, a lot of great songwriters that will never reach the level she has because it's intentional brand strategy and everything that's put out, including her posts, including anything she writes is intentional and probably goes through tree, her PR person. 
So anyway, what I want to wrap this up with today is one, simple scales, boring scales. If you're bored, you're not doing it wrong, you're doing it right. Number two, find different ways to say the same thing over and over again. And three, which was ultimately the only reason I came on today, don't lean solely on value posts. They have specific reasons within your overall strategy, but using the example of this fiery ginger, I want you guys to let me know in the show, in the comments, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, or listening on the podcast, how did it land the difference between, hey, three tips for different digestions versus the story I told? And which one would lead you more to reach out? And keeping in mind that I likely would have also done a value post in regards to that and also found a different way to tell the same thing, which would have been the story. So just leave me with that little nugget. And it would have been at different times in my content strategy, different times within a launch. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this. I'm so passionate about this because I want you to get your message heard. I want you to help more people. And the industry, especially the coaching industry, especially the human design industry, for a very long time, I mean, I've been preaching this for years. It fell on deaf ears for a long time and still ultimately does fall on a lot of deaf ears because it's easier to just believe you hold a vibe. However, what I believe is that we need to fuse the tools with actual business strategy and business strategy comes first and the tools refine it. So what I say often to my clients is BG5 refines, it does not define. BG5 is a tool, it is not the strategy. And that's also why I work with so many BG5 professionals that have gone through the training and they can't scale their brand, they're stuck because they're missing the actual business strategy piece. All right, we got a little bit off topic today. Typical Ashley style, we never have a script when we come on to the podcast. It's just me, a couple bullet points I want to hit and then seeing where we go with it. So I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please give it a share. Let someone know. And I really, truly want to hear back from you. How did those two types of posts land? And how can you go about scaling your business in a simpler way in 2024? All right, guys, I'll see you in the next one. Bye.